All right, welcome to the Purgatorious Pig Tavern. Uh, this is going to be episode two for us here. This is your GM, Scott. Uh, reminder, go back to listen to episode zero to listen to all the house rules. So we'll quickly go around the table to see who's playing today with us. This is Squiggles. This is Short Stack. Rick Rolger. Marlo. Randy. All right. After last time, the party has recovered all of the stolen booze from the tavern. Doris has been putting them up the last few days. Um, so it was about two or three days after you guys had vanquished those gremlins and things like that. I'd say it's probably about lunchtime on that third day. So you guys have noticed the bar is definitely a lot more livelier now. There's a lot more people coming in and out. And uh, you notice that there's about two or three jobs up on the job board now. So that's kind of where we will lead off. What do you guys want to do? I want to check out the job board. All right. Anyone else going to go over with short stack? I'll go. All right. So we got uh, Rick and short stack over at the job board. I'm going to sit and drink my beer. You kind of see two people kind of standing in front of you guys at first. Uh, you see them actually putting up a couple jobs themselves. And then you see that there was one already up there. So uh, there you can see there's three jobs right now. Upon a little bit closer look, you see that they say the following. So the first one is, The Church of St. Croix have had a holy relic stolen that contains the blood of a slain demon. They feel a local heretic cult is to blame and request the relic be recovered before the cult can do any shenanigans with it. They are offering as a reward three health potions and 50 gold pieces. Pass. All right. <laughs> I figured you're probably going to want to go talk with the rest of the party about these, unless you're going to just make the call yourselves. But um, all right, the second, the they second, didn't, they didn't come over. I I don't know. I think uh, I think fighting some cultists could be fun. Uh, the second job fighting some it, cultists could be fun. At the table. So the second job is a neighboring town is looking for help in getting in touch with their lord who has locked himself away in a tower and has not come out within months at this point. Um, and they're offering 40 gold pieces to get in touch with them. Yeah, he sounds boring. It's, it's just an episode of Hoarders. <laughs> and the, the third job you see that was up there prior was Lisbeth Anthar, the Countess of Garlands, is having a party of lords and ladies and is looking for securities and servers to ensure that there are no issues as there are angst amongst most of the nobles she is inviting. Hmm. If you think you can handle this, talk to Mithoris as she knows how to contact me. Uh, she's offering to identify one item that you guys have in your possession and then to enchant one item of her choice. Definitely that one. A countess. Ooh. Let's go back and tell the team. I say, <laughs> there's a party. <laughs> <laughs> Walk up and scream, there's a party. There's a party. Who wants to get paid to party, guys? I mean, duh. Was drinking included. So she's going to gonna enchant some of our we items. Like, we like to party. We like to party. <laughs> Do we get to pick the item? Yeah. No, she's picking the item. No. <laughs> I don't know if uh, 50 gold to go and deal with a cursed dagger is enough money. It seems like something, if we decide to do that, or if we decided to do that, to run a harder bargain. I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Last time when 
I came back with little buddy. Myth Doris is so powerful that she just whispered into that the bartender's ear and his head exploded. So if she can put some of that on our <laughs> stuff, we could... Explode people's heads. Maybe. Ooh. Gross. That sounds like it's way more than 50 gold. You, you, you may have sold it. That's way more, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we should just be the security at this party. Nobody wants to ask any questions about Methorist exploding people's heads. Let's take yeah, it. Sounds natural. I mean, I mean, well, why did she do it? She'll, she'll tell us when she wants us to know. She just felt like it. That guy stole all the booze, remember? Oh, yeah. She made his head explode? Yeah. I don't know if I remember that. You, weren't, you there. weren't there, so. It was just Rick and little buddy. <laughs> I'm just sharing this information with this now. I don't know. I think that's a pretty that's a pretty intense. We had a pretty intense day the other day, so yeah, maybe maybe just acting as security for a little bit. So let's take a chill. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think it's a. It sounds like a pretty easy. Yeah, voted activity for a pretty pretty good payout. As long as I'm not getting to get my head exploded by myth doors. <laughs> what if we like get belligerently? Drunk at this party. I mean, I guess we'll have to somewhat behave ourselves so that right, McDoris doesn't explode made. our well, head. A, not, not, not if we have to send in somebody undercover, Randy. <laughs> I mean, if we're the security, we could let anyone into the party. So Randy, Randy could be our in, in the Randy. party spy. I like it. Yeah, dress him up, though. He looks awful. Randy doesn't get to... <laughs> All right, so as you guys are like conversing here... I don't know. I mean, I think he's perfectly set for... Holding coats. High praise. All right, so let's go talk to Miss Doris. As as you guys are kind of conversing, Miss Doris comes over with kind of the next round of drinks. Uh, I guess is there who wants to chat with her? I'll do it since I'm. No, I shouldn't do it. I'm scared of her. We send little buddy over because he can handle all the drinks. Little buddy says we we're interested in the security gig. All right, uh, Mithoris' eyes kind of uh, widen when she hears you guys say this. She goes, okay, I will reach out to Lisbur Anther for you guys. Just know that the nobles and herself that she is talking about are fey. They're, they're not of this world. Marlo, can you give me a history check, please? All right, I got 18 plus 1, 19. All right, so your time growing up as an elf, you are pretty aware that the Fae are very powerful. They are not from the plane that you guys are from. They are from the Feywild, and they are not to be trusted. Mm. They like to play tricks and things like that. The Fae are the ones that are hosting the party? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Wild Fae. So on that note, Mithoris will leave you guys and essentially go and she essentially, as she walks away, she says, uh, come back down around dinner time. Lady Elizabeth will be here to talk to you. Woo. Okay. So uh, what do we do until then, guys? Drink. Drink. <laughs> you guys hang around, have a couple of rounds of drinks. It's, let's say it's been a few hours. At this point, it's getting to be around dinner time and you see this tall, elvish, looking female walk up to your table she is adorned in flowers that are bright reds and pinks and blues and she's got this very regalness 
about her. Hmm. Thought you were gonna say she's adorable. Sup, baby. <laughs> she kind of sees Myth Doris uh, at your table as well and comes over and says, Ah, this must be the party of adventurers who uh, have accepted my job offer. None of us are Myth Doris. <laughs> well, she's, she just came up to Myth Doris. She just wasn't talking to Myth Doris, she was just kind of talking to the table, I guess. Sorry if that wasn't clear. We look up from our stupor and we're like, we're, we're not worthy of her, uh, her like, direct con- or direct conversation. We oh, forgot no. that you were going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> How are you on this fine day? And these are the people who are hired. So she can, you can tell she's a little flustered, uh, probably kind of anxious. Uh, she kind of, starts to say, I'm doing okay. I'm very anxious for this party to kind of be over with already. It's been a lot of planning on my end, but I'm thankful that you are willing to take this job. Just a little bit of about the others who are will be joining us tomorrow. Lady Duchess Kalpe Balanapter will be joining us. Ludimer Ibrium the 16th and Sarastra Astrum. Will be joining us. The sixteenth word. Quite the quite the lineage there, huh? <laughs> yes. What uh? What's the significance of the party? This is the first time the four of us have gotten together in over a hundred years. We have been fighting a lot, very political fights, not, not in the physical sense, but there's been a lot of politics between these families, and this is the first time we have all been able to gather in over a hundred years. It sounds like it'll go off without a hitch. <laughs> so there's going to be everybody with their crew. About how many guests do you think there are going to be? We bring in armies or? No, they're each allowed. They each will have one or two people traveling with them. Oh, wow. How can we help? Well, as the notice said, is I need some security. I need some servers, someone to perform, you know. Perform? Marlo, <laughs> that sounds like something you would like to do. <laughs> all right. I think we got. Do we have enough people to cover all of those positions? We need three, three positions, a couple people in each, one performer. So she kind of looks over the party and says, "I think, think this the six of you should should suffice." All right. On that note, she says, "I I will uh, leave you guys now." And as she leaves, she uh, hands short stack this kind of glowing gem. Ooh. She says, this gem will teleport you to my, my keep. I expect you guys there within the hour. I thought it was tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, the party is tomorrow, but I need you at my keep within the hour. Oh, all right. Ooh. Okay. Sounds promiscuous. <laughs> I'm just excited to get transported. So as <laughs> she also then looks at Mithoris and says, buy them a round of the good stuff. Ooh. So Lady Lisbeth uh, leaves, and Doris walks back to the bar and walks over with a round of drinks. And at this point, we will take a short break from the actual D&D play, and we will be switching over to our beer review. So it's before we roll any natty ones? Yes, before we roll any natty ones and have not been <laughs> drinking for four plus hours. 
What did she bring us, Scott? Today's beer is Dale's Pale Ale by Oscar Blues. Out of Longmont, Colorado. Yep. So as everyone's kind of pouring their beers here, a little bit about Oscar Blues. Uh, They are located in Longmont, Colorado, Brevard, North Carolina, and Austin, Texas. And Lyons, Colorado. Uh, So yeah, that's where they began as a brew pub back in 1997, which means this is their 25th anniversary this year. So nice job, Oscar Blues, lasting this long. Especially in a uh, a very saturated market these days. <laughs> yeah, so they're best known for Dale's Pale Ale. So that is what we are enjoying today. They also do beers such as Old Chub, Good Night, Ten Fitty, Ten Fitty, yeah, and Mama's Little Little Yellow Pills. And don't forget, what's the coconut one they do? Death by Coconut. Death by Coconut. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. So one of the big things Oscar Blues is known for is they are the first kind of craft brewery to can their beer. They were kind of the pioneers of making that a thing, and they've been doing it pretty much, I believe, all 25 years. So You're here. Cheers to them. And now we'll go around as people try the beer and give their ratings. Remember, we rate on a scale of 1 to 20, 20 being the best. Do we need a perception check? No, nah, not this time. No. <laughs> All right, I'll bite. Short stack takes a sip of this drink. Does this quick perception check. <laughs> Eleven. Terrible knowledge of this type of beer. This beer, it's a pale ale. It's really, it's actually really tasty. It's got, it's crispy. It's a little dry. And um, I love the color. It's like a beautiful amber, clear glass and it's a it's a great sipping beer it's like in between a light refreshing beer and an amber i think i get it a solid 16 yeah I, I have to agree with it being a good sipping beer it's kind of a it's a beer you could pick up on pretty much any day when you're just craving craving a beer in general um it's got a real good yeasty flavor to it um almost almost kind of like bread honestly it's it's very good like a scottish ale I would give it a, uh, yeah, I think a, a 16, 17. Let's go 17. I, I give it a 17. It's definitely a well-rounded beer, and it's it's a flagship for a reason. Yeah, this has been around for 20 years for a reason. It, the color is perfect. The balance between the malt, the yeast, and the hops is extremely well-balanced. That's got to be the why that it's been around for so long. It's a very easy sipping beer. It's... What's the ABV on this? 6.5%. So it's not heavy hitter, but it's not, you know, completely low either. So, yeah, I'm going to have to give this one a 17 as well. So, surprising myself a little bit, I think I would give this one probably a 15, which is higher than I would normally rate this kind of beer because I'm not a big fan of of any kind of hop at all whatsoever. And there's a slight hop at the end, not as as bad as I would say other hoppy beers I would rate. But I do think that you could definitely sip it. This would be good on like a really hot summer day, like when you need something that's refreshing but not too heavy. So I think I would I'd stick with my 15. I, don't, I wouldn't rate it as high as like 
more of like a stouty, chocolatey, or like something with a stronger like flavor profile. But for what it is, I think it does it well. All right, so I'm gonna do a slight correction here. The so uh, Oscar Blues has been t- open 25 years, but looking at the can closer, they're they've been doing cans for 20 years. Yeah. So slight correction there. So I've been drinking Dale's Pale Ale probably since I started drinking beer back in college. So that's how old were you, Scott? Twenty-one. <laughs> um, old enough to party. So yeah. This beer is always consistent. It is always reliable. It is, as everyone's kind of said, it's got that great mouthfeel for a pale ale. I think it is better than the known, other no popular pale ale out there. It's definitely, I think it's better than that one. I won't throw that one under the bus yet. If we ever get around to reviewing it, I'll bash it then. <laughs> but yeah, been drinking it. It's always consistent. Definitely a bucket list brewery I want to get to. I've not had a chance to make it out west, so definitely up there as well for that reason. I'm gonna give this one a seventeen and a half. Oh, so half? round up to an eighteen. Yeah, we'll round up to an eighteen. Half scores are. Th- so that nice. should be a Doesn't solid seventeen around, right? Let me do a quick calculations because I can't math in my head right now. Sixteen point seven. Yep, so 16.7 will round up to 17 out of 20. So Dale's Pale Ale gets a 17 out of 20 on our rating system. Nice. Definitely a good good beer. Mm-hmm. Colorado Crew, have you been there yet? <laughs> we keep being told to go there to one of their two tap rooms, and we have not made it, even though we've driven by them probably a dozen times. The one in Longmont? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. We're waiting for Scott to come out and visit. Scott and Ashley need to come out and visit, and we'll we'll make it there. It's a good time. We went to that one and the one in Lions. The Lions one's actually pretty sweet. It's a it's basically a biker bar. Oh yeah. Death by Coconut on Nitro. I don't think there are biker bars in Colorado. Sure there are. I don't know where it is. Not anymore. No, not during the winter. Oh no, not during the winter. Yeah, where is their location in Lions? It's like down. Oh no. Is it like off the main drag? Yeah, it's right on the main drag. As you go into the mountains. Yeah, well, we we were walking around Lions a few months ago. Yeah, didn't see it. Hmm. Hmm. Went up there for Spirit Hound. Different plug for a really good distillery. Is that the one that won the the best bourbon? Best bourbon, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The best whiskey. Was it good? Yeah. fantastic, yeah. At the end of this, are we going to do Moon Tucky as our... uh, Bonus, Patreon. Oh yeah, <laughs> good old cold snack there, bud. Yeah, a little Montucky in your life. <laughs> All right. All right. So I guess we're gonna go take this gem and fly through realms, space, and time. Yeah. So as I said, she she expects you guys to be at her keep within the hour. So our hour or her hour? Your hour. All right. Let's let's do it. Yeah. Let's all. Hit- well- I mean, let's, let's, let's finish the, our beers bathrooms. first. Hit the hit bathroom. bathroom. Yeah. Put yeah, your shoes on. Definitely. Go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we took our shoes off in the bar. Ooh, yeah, it's whatever. just a thing that um, we we live at the bar. <laughs> oh, that's true. We <laughs> live at the bar. We live above the bar. It's our it's our first uh, you know time in space travel. So I feel like we probably should take our shoes off. Just being polite. We should also probably hit the bathroom before we go. Definitely. We also should have asked about the dress code. 
Oh, well. They're going to get however we are. I don't think we have any clothes. <laughs> we're, 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 we're nudist. We're, we're naked. <laughs> they should provide uniforms, right? I mean, if this guy is something the 16th, sure. I mean, yeah. Something the 16th? I forgot his name. Friday the 16th? No. Oh, like Leonidas something? It's a beam of an L. Juilliard. Juilliard. Those names. Leonidas. Something like that. Started with an L. Leonidas is the first thing that came to mind. I think little buddy should be keeping track of all the names. He should, yeah. He's a robot. He should have them all memorized. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of zeros and ones to him. <laughs> Remember last time when he went and stood by that dwarf? That was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. He stood by a door. <laughs> <laughs> he intimidated that dwarf. He's going to be the, the scanner. He's just going to scan everybody's ID. <laughs> they have, we have, they have IDs. We're security, aren't we? Well, wow. there's security, so there's wait security. staff, and there's performance. Oh, yeah. So how, how, do, how do we want to divvy this out? I would like to be the wait staff because I'll have this? the best access to the alcohol. <laughs> I think. Is this our, this is what we're talking about during the wormhole travel? Yes. Cool. Yep. Yeah. While we're, while we're, Going to the bathroom. Well, I haven't picked up the orb yet, so we're going to the bathroom. You're kind of discussing it over the urinals. I'm there too. That's how you get sucked into Ace. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're here. All right. So I pick up this orb and I say, Scooby Da, and it does nothing. Skitty Boo Bop. Do we all have to like. All our all our powers combine. Everybody touch me. <laughs> my my love area. <laughs> all right. So as you guys kind of huddle around this stone, you kind of feel it begin to emanate and you guys kind of puff away and then you appear in what you feel in a blink of an eye in this grand hall that is full of flowers and hedges and things like that. Think a movie that came out by a major corporation a few years ago that was filled with flowers. I don't know if everyone's potentially saw it. Encanto. We'll cut that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, The Rocker. (laughs) (laughs) The Rocker. So yeah, so it's just full of flowers. As you guys get your feet underneath you, uh, you see Lady Elizabeth appear. She kind of just kind of almost like she walks through the wall of flowers. Like you, it seems like it's a pure solid wall, but she seems to kind of move through it um, without any sort of issues at all. She goes, oh, good. You guys are here. As I said, I wanted you here so you guys can kind of get used to the keep. It's a very odd keep for those who are not fae. Um, You all kind of get this weird, almost jovial sense come about you guys while you are in this keep. Um, Almost like it's in a constant party state almost. So she kind of says, I don't have anything for you tonight. You guys can bunk up and be ready in the morning. I will need two of you to work security. I will need one of you to be entertainment. I will need one of you to be a bartender. And I will need two of you to be food runners. 
So you guys can discuss who wants to do what and be ready in the morning as I expect guests to arrive early. All right, we should huddle up and figure out who's doing what. Are you providing us with wares or do we need to like use the orb and teleport back and grab our finest clothes? What you are wearing is fine for for what you'll be doing. <laughs> Which is nothing. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Ouch. I, I got my I got my finest chain mail on. Don't worry. Shined it up for you. Well, Randy, it's pretty obvious you're a doorman. You're built for it. <laughs> me and little buddy, we're gonna we're gonna tag team the door. Can little yeah. buddy do that without me? Uh, for this, yeah, we'll we'll allow him to work the door with Randy. Hell yeah, Randy, you're gonna be well, in charge, Ra- of little buddy. All right. Yeah, I mean, Randy and his arms, my remote control. Perfectly set to take people's cuts. <laughs> Me and little buddy to the end. Uh, Bard, are you going to be entertainment, I assume? Yes. Glad to. Just going to show up and play Metallica's discography. I mean, front to back. That's like at least three parties worth. It's a fave and favorite. (laughs) Food runner and then what's up? Bartender. Yeah, two two bartender. food runners, essentially, and then a bartender. Um, are you sure, Squiggles, you don't want to be the bartender? <laughs> I mean, that does seem like a better option, yeah, now I that I know. Should, I think you should be the bartender, because... You, your religion is beer. Yeah, Squiggles, you got to be very weary to not uh, dip in too much to the... Uh... I'm, I make no promises. You see Squiggles, like, hiccuping, bent over a keg or like leaning against a keg in the middle of the night i make no promises i have to get through this that's how you get louis Louis the 16th on your ass you want what (laughs) drink in the face just let them have beer direct delivery (laughs) so i guess uh we're food runners yeah rick and myself first back (laughs) we'll eat all the food all right i guess we'll go sleep yeah you have a long rest yeah, so you guys will kind of bunk up for she'll she'll kind of escort you to kind of some back rooms where she says you guys can spend the night. You see some just some beds, nothing too fancy, but it will do for the evening. Um, she says, as she kind of uh, leaves you guys in the the bunk room there, she says, make sure you guys are up bright and early. As I said, the first guests are expected to arrive pretty early in the morning for a yes. party. Yep. Okay. What's early? Should we set an alarm and get up earlier? Just tell little buddy to do it and he'll wake us up. <laughs> he just stands there. Eh, 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 <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Long rest. So it is the next morning and you guys kind of stir from your beds. Eh, 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 and you re enter this grand hall. And you see um, Lady Elizabeth, and she now has kind of three additional servants with her. They're kind of dressed in belly dancing clothing, essentially. What? How, how, how do we feel? Do we feel like we can trust them? Should we run a perception check here? <laughs> I don't think we're... We took a job in someone else's house. I don't think we have a choice. <laughs> uh, you can give me a perception check. 20. So yeah, everything you can tell of these dancers and Lady Elizabeth is you, you don't have a reason not to trust them. Okay. 
But do their hips lie? Their hips don't lie. All right. I'm starting to feel about. All right. Um, don't lie. Let's do it, guys. So she kind of says, Rick, do you want to take on entertainment? I said, Rick, do you want to take on entertainment? I feel like I probably should have been the bard. <laughs> <laughs> There's always next character. Yeah. Oh, when- you can always die. <laughs> I'm going to set up a will. We're and- learning. I'm going to set up a will and testament for my, uh, my character. Okay. When I die, I'm going to read it out loud. Who inherits little buddy? Mm-hmm. All right. So Lady Lisbeth kind of just says, Who, who's working the door? That is I and my little buddy over here. Your little buddy? Okay. Well, our, little, our, our little buddy, but he's, he's my little buddy today. I gave him the remote. Yeah. Uh, so she kind of looks at you and goes, as I said, you, you know the three other nobles who will be joining us, and they're only allowed one to two people. And there are no weapons allowed. So right. make sure no one gets in with a weapon. All right. Well. Should we be doing like perception checks on people coming in then? Just to make sure yeah. they are, if they tell us they don't have weapons, let's double check. Does, does little buddy have like x-ray vision or anything like that? No. He would oh. be able <laughs> to do a perception check himself, but does not have any sort of like added bonuses or anything like that. He can, oh, he can do a perception check? Yes, I believe so. He's sentient. I thought he was... As an extension of myself or Roger. Yeah, so he, he, he does have like a passive perception. So okay. then she goes, kind of looks at everyone else. She goes, food and booze is uh, in the room next to your bunk. Um, once guests start showing up, start walking around with the food that's been prepared. And same thing with the drinks. Most of the drinks are pre-made. You just have to walk them around. And then whoever's going to be entertainment, just kind of walk around and play some music. All right. So it's, it's, you kind of see the dancers kind of move, move about and Lady Elizabeth just kind of moving about the grand hall um, here. You know, they're, they're just kind of walking around waiting for people to show up. Do they change? Do they change their hotness as I roll the die? (laughs) (laughs) She went from a nine to a four. (laughs) All right. After a few minutes have gone by, uh, Randy, you see this pale-looking, well-dressed individual walk up. Think like seventeen hundreds, like garb almost. Um, but he's got very pale skin, silver hair, and kind of two soldier-looking individuals with him. They're kind of in, like, trench coats. Walk up to you and little buddy. All right, well, uh, excuse me, who are you? Are you a guest here tonight? I, do, I don't recognize you. He goes, yes, I am a guest. I am Ludomer Ibrium Sixteenth. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were told you were going to be here. Um, you're welcome to come in with your guests. I just need to take any weapons or anything you may have on you right now, or pat you and pat you down before you can go in. So, if you want to hand me a hand over or anything, my guy right here, little buddy, he can take anything you got as far as weapons, and then I'll pat you down. Yeah. So he kind of turns to the the two soldiers with him and kind of gives them a head nod. And they both kind of just willingly turn over their swords. 
And he then looks at you and goes, I'm just an old man. I don't carry weapons. Still going to need to pat you down, bud. Sure. Give me a perception check. 13. All right. So you, you kind of pat him down. And as far as you know, he's, he's telling the truth and isn't carrying any sort of weapons along with the two soldiers with him that they, the, the swords they gave you were the only weapons they had on them. Can I do a perception check individually on the two of them, or is a perception check for all three? Uh, you can do it on those two. Or can little buddy do a perception check? He's got a set number. All right, I got a, a four on one of the two guys, and that is a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> So he hands you a full Coors Light. <laughs> You've just been iced. Next time, I'm just getting Smirnoff. <laughs> as, as you're check, as you're checking his pockets, you find a Smirnoff ice. And... <laughs> oh, that's cold. It's really cold. <laughs> oh, All right, checking on the other guy. The mountains are so blue. <laughs> Fifteen on guy number two. Yeah, same same thing. The the swords seem to have been the only weapons they were carrying on them. So, All right. There's... Well, thank you, thank you for giving me your swords, guys. Uh, you're welcome to head in and start partying. So as they enter, everyone else kind of you kind of now see the same thing that I described to Randy there and what they saw, and you can almost feel the tension in the room at this point because you all know that Lizbeth and him have been fighting in some capacity. But you can see her approach him and is very cordial, very diplomatic, almost welcomes him with open arms type of thing. And he he kind of bows to her and they kind of get along on their own way. And they kind of then separate and Udemir kind of walks towards the back with Lisbeth staying towards the, the front door there. Now, now that there's some guests here, what do the rest of you do at this point? We should probably go offer them some hors d'oeuvres. I'm super excited too. Do they have? This isn't a party unless they have mini hot dogs in a blanket. So there's pigs in a blanket. Yes. Egg rolls. Fuck yeah. Think of anything you'd have at a wedding, happy hour, hors d'oeuvre type thing. Pancakes. A small slice of brat with a cheese curd on top with a toothpick through it. Spanakopita. <laughs> a whole pineapple. Bagel bites. <laughs> a whole pineapple. <laughs> I got this, guys. Piece of bread with brie and some sort of fruit Can on top of it. I take some of this, go up to Louis the Sixteenth, and do a perception check? Sure. What are you trying to... <laughs> Like, what are you trying to perceive? What's the deal? <laughs> I thought you were wise. Like, what, what, like, what's the dirt? Like, what's, what's the gossip the... around the party? Would you like a pig in the blanket? Do, what does he have any? Does he seem to have any ulterior motives yeah, being does, here? Does he have any weapons? I can oh, write. Magic check. Oh, I'll do a okay. magic check on him. I gotta do a magic check. Okay. Uh, That's the deal. Give, if, if you're trying to detect any magic, <laughs> give me an arcana check. So you are almost overwhelmed with magical feeling, 
but you can't you can't tell where it's coming from. You just it's just so overwhelming at this point. You don't know if it's from the fort, if it's from Budimir, if it's from Lisbeth. It's just you just feel magic all around you. Does he want a pig in a blanket? <laughs> so as you reach out, he does help himself to a few pigs in a blanket. Which dipping sauce did he use? He used his Coop's mustard. Not a sponsor. <laughs> I offer some snacks to his compatriots. I just give him a whole pineapple. As as this is occurring, I walk up with some tequila to to pour into the pineapple. Oh, oh. that sounds like a really cut great cut combination. Shapes. Yes, it is in cup shape. So little tequila pineapple shots is a specialty. <gasps> Pretty good, actually. Yeah. So they gladly take the pineapple and tequila, and Ludimir kind of looks at Rick, and he's like, he can. He kind of says. I know you're not Faye. What are you doing here? My job, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he he kind of looks at you and and who are you working for? Line. Lisbeth. <laughs> Lisbeth. Lisbeth. Lady Lisbeth. Line. She hired us. We're here as. Party poopers. Oh. We're here as servants. Can he do like a deception check or something? Have you tried the crab Rangoon? (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, to die for. So I guess, I don't know what, if Eric wants to do a deception check, I don't know what he's trying to lie about. He's telling the truth right now that Lisbeth hired you guys to do this job, so... And the crab rangoons are good. Sorry, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I'll stop giving suggestions. Uh, he does. He says, "No, I've not had the crab rangoons yet. I will try them soon." <laughs> and then he kind of leans in to you, Rick, and just kind of whispers into your ear, so the others can't hear that she is not to be trusted. At least your head didn't explode. <laughs> yeah. Can I nod? Yep. Approvingly. Yep. Sure. Should I roll for that? No, you don't need to. <laughs> I nod approvingly, and I guess I go back to get the crab rangoon. Okay. And Marlo, are you doing anything at this time? Yes. I am walking around serenading, and I'm going to go up to the guests and serenade them okay uh can you give me a performance check 21 let's go Ooh. all Wonder right wall works <laughs> so I'm as long you're and lonesome highway east of omaha you can listen to the engine moaning out his one note song you can think about the woman Oh, the girl you knew the night before. So your performance is very well received. Um, you can tell. Huge Bob Seger fans. 
Greyland. <laughs> you can kind of, the the dancers really start to vibe with the the mood you are setting. <laughs> Especially the, the nine that turned to a four. <laughs> Midnight truck stop. She's, she's grinding on somebody to Bob Seeger. <laughs> and you can kind of catch out of the corner of your eye a sly smile by Lady Lisbeth. And I bow. Let's bring her some alcohol. Oh, yeah. Let's do the pineapple trick again. Yeah. That worked well for us last time. <laughs> Can I get some of that tequila? I do a sleight of hand. Tequila shouldn't even know you took it. It's a nine plus five. What are you trying to do? Like sneak the tequila in the pineapple? Yeah, I'm just going (laughs) to sneak a taste. Oh, okay. You successfully have some of the tequila? Lady Lisbeth seems appreciative of the pineapple cocktail here but politely declines oh Oh. suspicious more for us Mm. would you prefer rum is tequila not your alcohol Uh, she kind of she she looks at you and says i do not imbibe oh all right what do we do with that i don't know know how to jibe with those kind of people maybe i should walk (laughs) away (laughs) Squiggles, I think you should just take a sling back of that and relax mm-hmm. a little bit. Woo! Uh, as this is going on, Randy, you see a older female kind of walk up to you. She's wearing purple and gray uh, robes with black spots and is traveling with two cloaked females. Uh, they're, they're in uh, kind of a lighter shade of purple than what she is wearing um and then to kind of give she is older than lady lisbeth um but is younger than lord ludomere yeah because ludomere looked old as hell that guy had the vampire vibe going on Mm. (laughs) so she uh kind of approaches you and little buddy well hello what is your name please I am Duchess Kelpe Bilinapter. Well, welcome to the party. Before I can let you enter, I have to make sure that you're not carrying any weapons or anything like that. So um, if you or your guests have anything on you that you would like to remove from your persons now, um, please hand them over. Otherwise, I'm going to need to do a pat down before you can come in. Uh, They kind of lift up their cloaks. Nice. Uh, they they do have shirts and undergarments appropriately on, but you can tell. <laughs> nice love area. <laughs> um, oh, man, they weren't naked. I mean, it's so much funnier. And you can just with without even having to do like a pat down or check, you can tell they're not carrying any sort of weapons on them at all. Okay. Is it worth doing a perception? I'm going to do a perception check anyways on, on all three of them. I won't do them individually, but I'm going to run a quick perception on them. I got a 19. Yeah, you can you can tell that she is anxious to be at this party, but yeah, she you don't see anything that looks like you don't see anywhere where she could be hiding any sort of weapons. All right. Well, thank you, ma'am. You looking good? Head on in. 
What about the other? Oh, I'm not there. Does little buddy perceive anything? Little buddy doesn't perceive anything differently. All right. Useless. Well, the 19 would. <laughs> Cole, Cole's 19 would have trumped anything little buddy would have seen. <laughs> Wait, yeah, is she I saw spring? some good stuff. So as she enters, you can, Lisbeth, the wry smile that you had seen Lisbeth have on her face while Marlo was performing quickly fades away. And as the Duchess is walking, you can kind of see that the flowers that are on the floor beneath her kind of almost start to wilt a little bit, that they're not as vibrant as they once were. Uh, Lisbeth kind of quickly moves and moves as far away as she can from her because she just doesn't doesn't seem to want to be bothered by her right now. So for those in the hall, for now, what would you like to do? Marlo wants to go serenade them. Oh, and do a perception check. And I'm going to offer them a can of tuna. <laughs> uh, they, okay, uh, we'll do Marlo first. Um, Marlo, what? I will need a performance check, and then what are you trying to perceive? All right, my performance check is 14. Okay. And uh, can I perceive, like, malintention? Uh, you can do an uh, insight check for that okay. over perception. Let's do insight, yeah. Hmm. 15. And I shall serenade. You and me, we used to be together, every day together, always. I really feel that I'm losing my best friend. I can't believe this could be the end. Don't speak. <laughs> I know just what you're thinking. I heard a fat bass line somewhere over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was about. <laughs> it was, yeah. All right. Uh, so this the most per- epic thing ever written about a bass player. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so this performance doesn't go over quite as well as the other one. <laughs> Uh, she, she doesn't like uh, no doubt. Come on, everyone seems <laughs> beautiful like, harmonies. She's Team Gavin Rosdale. <laughs> so she she still kind of like claps and says like nice job, but it's like it's it's it was definitely not as well received as your first performance, and you can't put your finger on it. You don't think she's meaning to be malicious or has any sort of ill intent, but you can. You definitely feel there is much more angst and decisiveness between her and Lady Lisbeth than uh, Lord Ludmere and Lady Lisbeth. And as for the offered cans of tuna, <laughs> it'll it'll help you sleep. She kind of looks at you and goes, "What's your name?" Oh, it's. Short stack, but I don't know my real name, but that's what you can call me. Can you give me a deception check? 16. She goes, All right, short stack. They don't eat tuna. Oh, 
I shouldn't have brought it along in my pocket then. <laughs> All right. I'll go back and get you something else. What do you like? Uh, she kind of just looks and goes, what is Lord Ludmere eating? I will have what he's having. Pigs in a blanket it is. And then she kind of then looks at you, Marlo, now that it's just kind of you and her there with her kind of two servants. She goes, and what's your name? Yes. Was that to me? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, my name line. is... Line. <laughs> line. <laughs> uh, my name is Marlo. Uh, she goes, where did you learn to play guitar? Self-taught with my clan in the woods. School of Rock by Jack Black. <laughs> School of Rock. Jack Black uh, visited my woods, woodsy town when I was a kid and taught me how to play. How long have you been? I played cello, and then he turned me to turned it to the side and said, "Hello, cello." <laughs> she goes, and how long have you been playing for? Uh, nearly a hundred years, because I'm old like you. <laughs> Yikes! Ooh. And I come over with the tequila to try and soothe this problem. Was that was a blow? <laughs> she didn't like me anyways, so you know. Any liquor you'd like on the house. She just kind of looks at you and goes. The Fae don't understand this concept of age that you speak of. Then why did you ask? Then why did you ask how long <laughs> I've been playing? In terms of how old we are. Sorry, I've been spending too much time with these uh, non-Fae. Well, you are not Fae either. Don't forget that. She says. <gasps> oh. Ouch. And then she kind of bumps into you as she walks past you. I think we need to fight her. Wow. Um, I, I want to plant something on her, but I already I don't have anything good in my inventory right now. Can I punch her in the knees? <laughs> thousand ball bearings. I can, I can actually put some ball bearings in her pigs in a blanket. No. <laughs> <laughs> no? Throw them at the back of her head. Just take note and walk away. You tell me what you want, Marlo. I huddle with uh, my crew that's around me and say, we need to watch this lady. Something, Something's going to go down tonight. Rick just walked away. Shortstack went to go get pigs in a blanket. Uh, Squiggles, is there anything you want to do right now? Let's get this party going. Let's give everybody shots. Okay, so you just kind of bounce around from shots, shots. person yeah. to person yeah. giving shots? Give them all out. Let's get it going. Riot. And I changed my tune to... I come back with those pigs in a blanket. She doesn't say anything as you walk by. She just kind of reaches out and grabs a handful of them. Of shots? Of the pigs in a blanket. I was going to say, I thought she didn't drink. She changed her mind. Lady Elizabeth Take me home, because I don't remember. Then at this point, Randy, you see another female approach. She is in long, like, blue and silver robes. 
and is wearing a crown that looks like like their spires almost. And then oh, you wow. see with her just what looks like someone in very plain clothes following them. They have like a like kind of just like a small satchel and a scroll with them. Like a generic white dude or something. <laughs> just another just another generic white dude. <laughs> he, he has a like pumpkin spice from. latte. Um not necessarily generic white dude. They do the Fae seem to have very elvish properties. So they kind of have pointed ears, kind of a elongated oh, yeah. face. But like he's not wearing flashy robes or anything like that, like a lot of the other escorts were wearing. Escorts, huh? Escort? All right. <laughs> you heard him. Who is he with? All right. Well, hey, I uh, I like your crown. Um, what What's your name? Want to make sure you're on the list to come into this party? I am Sarastra Astrum. Oh, hi. Uh, welcome to the party. I'm going to uh, have to ask you to hand over any weapons that you may have on your person, you and your guest, uh, before you enter. And then uh, my, me and my little buddy here will have to give you a pat down just to make sure you're not carrying anything else. The squire and, or escort that she is with. And he kind of pulls out two pocket knives and hands those over, mm. as well as this rod that was on his back. She was kind of walking with what looked like a wooden rod at first, like almost like a wooden staff. But as she hands it over to you, you can tell that it is almost like ice. Um, but she hands that over to you and goes, this is all I have. Um, let's do a perception check on her. Okay. Can you do an ocular pat down instead? I got a 12, so... Me and little buddy, little buddy, see something I don't. Yeah, all you kind of catch is that the the squire had kind of a third pocket knife hidden in its boot. It wasn't very well hidden. You just kind of forgot about it. If you're going to do it, at least use your prison pouch. Come on. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys are you guys are good to go in. Then at this point... Randy and little buddy, everyone who is expected at this party is here. So it is up to you if you want to just stay kind of outside at the door or re-enter into the hallway. I think at this point we should do a lap maybe around the grounds. What's the uh, what's the surrounding um, look like? Is it just like open plain field? Are we in a forest? Uh, so what you see as you kind of go around the perimeter of this kind of keep is it's almost like a hedge maze all the way mm. around. Uh, there is like, there's probably 20, 30 feet from the edge of the keep to where the edges start. And there's just some tree, like very brightly colored trees littered around that kind of open area. But all you can kind of see is maybe 20-foot-tall hedges that kind of go around, and you kind of get a sense that it's, it goes on for miles and miles. Okay. Can I get a perception check of the outdoors here? Sure. What do you just, if you just notice just anything? anything? Yeah, yeah, anything that's out of the ordinary. I don't know, move, moving bushes or something like that, something in the trees. I sure. Don't know. Ah, that's a 10. You kind of get a sense 
right? That things are moving. Branches seem to be moving, even though there's no wind or anything like that. Some of the plants almost seem to be sprouting right in front of you as you walk by them. But that's about all you notice. They're happy okay. to see you. Um, last question. Is there any other points of entry outside of windows? Are there any other doors on the outside of the building? Uh, none that you're able to see. Okay. I think for, for now, little buddy and I will chill out at front um, just to, to hang out for a little bit and make sure nobody else is going to try and pop in and uh, spoil the fun. Okay. With that, um, the rest of you kind of see this very elegant woman walk in. It's almost like when the prom queen shows up and everyone stops, like all the other <sighs> fae kind of turn and look at her. She kind of demands the attention of the room with how she looks. I run up to her and offer her grab ragoon because she looks fancy. <laughs> she, she kind of towers over you. She's, cause she's like six and a half feet tall she's very tall um so she's like double your height so she just kind of looks down at you and says thank you with kind of a question like she wasn't expecting to see non fay at this party oh you're welcome <laughs> always happy to be of service and she goes what's your name short sack obviously Okay. Uh, she kind of doesn't really pay any additional attention to you. And as she's kind of walking past you, eating the crab rangoon, you can see her glancing at the other fae lords and ladies at this point. And the, the tension in the room is palpable. At this point, Wiggles, Marlowe, or Rick, is there anything you would like to do? Is anyone drunk yet? Pigs in a blanket. Who's up? It's not a party until someone's drunk. So you're just walking around, just still giving out pigs in a blanket? <laughs> Where are those crab rangoons at? Yeah, we're just. <laughs> you want to bring one of those out front? <laughs> just slinging drinks and uh, hors d'oeuvres. Could we play a drinking game? Would that be a thing that Faye would be interested in? Can we ask them? I guess, which, who are you going to go up to and what type of drinking game? I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry about Duchess. that. It's a good start. Um, not the one that doesn't drink. Okay. So maybe one of the other ones. So you have Lord Lusamere. Louis. What about the one that sounds Duchess like Sriracha? Cafe. There's a Sriracha sounding and then one. Sarastra, who was the one who just walked in. So let's I'm, give. Let's see if he wants to play a drinking game. She. Let's see if she wants to play a drinking game. You, we we got Louie, we got DP, and we got Siri. I know that Duchess needs to get drunk. Let, let's see if Siri will play. Okay, so you 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 go up to her and what what do you say? How do you how do you approach her? Let's get this party started. Let's play a game. What type of game? And what are you? I am your bartender here to bring the party. I I can see you have booze, but I asked, what are you? I know you're not Faye. I am what? a little man who's very old. She just kind of looks confused more than anything. So why don't you have a drink and you'll be less confused? She's, she's like, sure. What do you have? I have tequila in a little wonderful pineapple cup. 
or a rum mixer. I, I guess I'll take the pineapple. It's really a hit at the party. <laughs> I mean, everybody loves it. You can ask around. She kind of says, thanks, and your name? Squiggles. Are you trying to push this game or just the drink? I mean, just the drink at this point. Clearly, the game is not a hit. We'll, we'll go to someone else for the game. No, let's play Never Have I Ever. Oh, or Never <laughs> Have I Ever. Oh, yeah. That is a great game. Would you like to play? She she kind of looks at you and go, what what are the rules of this this game? I give you a scenario, and if you have never, you have to drink. No, if you have. Oh, I'm sorry. If you have, you have to drink. If you have never, you don't have to drink. She kind of looks, I guess, give me a persuasion check. 17 plus I have nothing, zero. I have nothing. She's kind of stumbling over her words because she's she's like almost like questioning, like, is this really what you mortals play? Would you like to play I'll or not? I'll go first. <laughs> so she, she kind of looks and goes, I guess I'll play. I'll give it a go. And she kind of then looks at the other lords and ladies to see if they're going to join in as well. And you can almost feel like they all kind of cave to her will almost. Like she she clearly has got like is the, the most will and has like almost the most power out of this bunch. So essentially all the lords and ladies are willing to play. Uh-huh. They will give it a go. Let's and... go. So the question is, have you ever had any adult affairs with anyone at this party? Bring out the big guns. How's your love area? (laughs) I guess I don't drink. (laughs) So you you see Lord Ludimer and Sarastra each kind of take a drink from their cup. Oh, well, and it's only two of them, so that's easy math. Oh, Louie. <laughs> Louie over here, vampire boy. Getting it in. Well, now she gets to choose the next question. Mm. I started it off. Now you guys shall continue. How's your improv skills, Scott? I'm, I'm trying to think of something that will get some of you guys to drink. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get us some more information here. Loosen up the lips. Has anybody here worked for Widgety Widgets? <laughs> Fuck. Sarastra <laughs> uh, says, who here has given their real name? Ah, I squiggles. I, you don't. Marlo. I do. I'm, am I even in this picture right now? No, I didn't tell anybody anything. I'm the only one who gave my name, so. I know Squiggles has given a name. Marlo has given a name. And Shortstack has given a name. The question was, did you give your real name? As far as I know. Yeah. It's, it's my name today. May not have been my name, you know, 75 years ago, because I'm old. <laughs> okay, Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them my real name. <laughs> How's everyone feeling now? We were two shots in now. Well, only the people. Is there who- something in this tequila? Alcohol. Yeah, you 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 can tell the Fey have been been drinking, but they 
don't seem to be slurring or feeling the effects at all of the alcohol yet. Hmm. Well, who's who's turn for a question? Well, we just asked one, so you guys ask one. She's kind of made it fey, fey against non-fey at this point. Ooh. Where do mm. I sit? Because I am fey. You are not fey. Yes, I am. Ah, so have you ever had beef with anyone here at this party? No, that's not a yes. That's not a drink or not drink question. Yes, it is. If no. you have, never you have it. I ever had beef with anyone at this party. There you go. Marlo's got it. <laughs> Everyone's gonna drink because they all had beef. Yeah. So yeah, you see the four lords and ladies drink. Ah, damn it! I was gonna try and see if it was a. Cr- oh, we should have specified a name there, yeah. and we could have figured out the breakdown. Was this gonna turn into like a therapy session? <laughs> Well, it's your turn to ask a question now, the Fae. It's their turn, so we'll see what they say. Well, I think uh, I think at this point, Randy and little buddy, we're sitting outside. We're watching all this happen. There's nothing going on outside. I think we're going to walk in the door, and I'm immediately going to ask for a pineapple tequila because that looked good, and everybody's been drinking that. Got to catch up. Got you guys. I'm going to cut the awkwardness in the room here for a second. Mm-hmm. Everybody getting cutthroat. But little buddy's going to do the robot. Little buddy does the robot. One for you, one for me, as has been so far in this party. As one shot for them, one shot for me. All right, and then let's see. Is there anything I can slip in their drinks? Does anybody have anything they can slip? I feel in like their short stack. Could I do could a lot slip here. some ball bearings in their drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think they'll ever notice those. <laughs> Rolls or pours a set of ball bearings on the floor, and <laughs> everybody says, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I only have a healing potion. <laughs> Darn it. So so Lord Ludimir kind of peeks, uh, speaks up and goes, never have I killed someone. Oh. Oops. Yeah, there was that guy three days ago. The other day was kind of rough. <laughs> Almost everyone on your party killed someone <laughs> within the last week. So Little buddy even takes a swig. And then you see the Duchess, so the one in the purple robes, take a drink. But nobody of else? Of course. Nobody else of the royalty takes a drink? No. They haven't killed anybody? We look at her and nod, like, we got you. What about Can I the do minions an- and the belly dancers? Nobody takes a drink? They're not drinking. Oh. Can I do a perception check on the Duchess and her cronies? Sure. What are you trying to perceive? I want to see if they actually have any sort of anything hidden on them, not um, weapons, but like, like poisons or something. Okay. I got a twenty. Uh, you don't see like any bottles or vials or pouches or anything like that. All all you can kind of see that kind of stands out for lack of a better word is like the clasp on their cloaks look moth-like and have kind of like a dark gem in them do they do they look like they could like hold something like a like a liquid or like a vial or something like that or no the gem like a solid? solid okay any resemblance to the gem that uh randy got from the people last time no yeah no no, no resemblance stones? Randy looks like something you should have picked up on when they came in. Yeah, I would have. Could have, should have. 
Never have I ever cast malicious magic. Yeah, so you see the the th- four lords and ladies all drink, I Come believe. <laughs> wow. I believe oh, Rick drinks, had- and, I, and I believe Marlo has to drink for that as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? It was worth it. So we know they've all cast like malicious magic. They all have beef with somebody there, but only one of them has actually killed someone. You see, Lady Elizabeth has kind of been sitting in the back, I mean, because she doesn't drink. Um, she did kind of nod, though, when you ask questions about, like, using the magic and things like that. That Yeah, if she, she did drink, she probably would have drank at that point. You see her kind of walk up to the group and kind of say, Never have I ever betrayed family. Oh, I think I'm going to drink here. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, drink I went to work for Widgety Widgets. I, uh, us giants, we usually run in a pretty tight knit group, but I left the mountains to go and uh, see broader horizons. But you know, had to say bye to the fam. So is I didn't intentionally being, do is anything. That hurting them? That hurt them. Yeah, because I'm never, I'm never gonna go back and see them again. You don't know that. That's true. That's true. But it still breaks my heart. We made it to this other realm. We could just transport back to them. <laughs> It's going to turn into a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> got to go back to my family. This, this tequila got me in the feels. <laughs> All right. So the, the Faye kind of look at you, or they look at Lisbeth, and all three of them drink. Mm. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Interesting. Go stand behind Lisbeth now and rub her shoulders a little bit. Are they all considered family? Do we, or are they just old friends? Do we know that? I don't think we do. She said, well, when she gave us the overview, she said that this is the first time in 100 years they've been together, had a lot of issues, but we don't know if, are they friends or are, are they closer than that? Can I do a history check on, like, do Faye have a... Uh, yeah. Like, what, what is their lineage like? Or what is that? Yeah. Yeah, you can do a history check. Okay. 18. So you kind of reach back to your learnings growing up, and you kind of know that Ludomir and Sarastra are husband and wife. Oh, well, duh. That's why they drank. Yeah, that's why they slept together. But you also know... Wait, were or are? Were. So you you know that they were husband and wife and that they had a falling out, in, at least in your understanding of timeline, millennia ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of know that Lisbeth and the Duchess, that they're not quite like sisters or cousins, but they are very close to each other. So they, they're not related, but they're... Close enough. There's, there's a- no, oh. there's no direct blood lineage between the two. Okay. But it, it, they're almost cut from the same cloth. Are they lesbian lovers? No. <laughs> Do they have it? But they don't have any relationship to to Louis and. And there's there's no there there's there, there's also no direct blood lineage to the other the other two. Okay. Okay. Is there an opportunity for me to hit on uh, Elizabeth? Uh, you can try. 
She's no. super. She's going to see through your tomfoolery. I mean, she was looking good in the <laughs> flowers earlier she's at the bar. See, so She's going to see right through your pants. <laughs> I'm gonna give me a can, uh, consoler. Give me a persuasion check. Well, what do you say? 18. Oh, someone's getting laid tonight. <laughs> so I guess, like, what are you like actually trying to do here? Trying to console her and also say, like, you know, if you need you, a warm body, you need, you need to like get this party going. You know, what what what, what can we do to like? liven up everything that's going on you know do you need to step aside to have a conversation like there's a lot going on here i know you're, you're a lot in the emotions and feels that tequila man that you're not drinking uh, she kind of looks at you and goes well i'm the one who organized this party to get these three in the same room to try and hash things out ah, your your that. friends here wanted to play this game so we're playing this game okay and we see how well it's going yeah yeah, it's a little tense. Should I uh, play a gonna, song? I'm gonna break out a song. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And why she looks so sad in photographs. I absolutely, I absolutely love, love her when, when she, she smiles. smiles. Smile, Elizabeth, smile. So as your song ends, the room is filled with magical darkness. You're, you <laughs> okay, are not that didn't work. No one is able to see anything right now. Squiggles, you hear in your head the Duchess's voice, and she essentially says, whose side are you on? I will make a deal for you for you to get out alive. I'm on the side of the tequila. That That's is not a side to choose from. Which <laughs> I'm just going to go drink. <laughs> so my choices are the Fae or my party? No. Is it good or bad? You can choose to side with me or the others. You or the others of who? The other lords and ladies. Oh, I'll side with you. Uh, sure. Easy. What about, my, what about my friends? Are they also siding with you? Well, in that this is situation? for you to find out. Marlo, in your head. Oh, I see what's happening here. You hear Sarastra reach out to you and go, whose side are you on? Well, not the Duchess. Pick a her, kumquat. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, kick his ass, you bass. She goes, are you with me or against me? Well, with who else is with you on from this group from the the party goers? Is it just you against the other three, or like how how's that working out? How's that working out? The the Fae worry about themselves. Oh, so I choose. I can only choose one person. Oh, you have to choose I mean, yourself. Yeah. Can I do like a a persuasion check, maybe, to say I'm with her, but I might not be with her, but Please, persuade so her like that de- I'm with her. You want to do like a deception? You want to lie to her? Deception. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Do deception. Yeah. Got to look out. Really? Got a seven. <laughs> and a natural one. <laughs> really? <laughs> you try and lie to her, and she's, she sees right through it. All right. Well, I beg for her forgiveness. So she goes, so are you with me or against me again? Can I use a stealth check and run away? <laughs> no, it's in your mind. She's in your head, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Just tell her you're with her. But no, because I, if I tell her I'm with her, that means I have to be truthful this time. I don't know. I'm I am part fay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look out for myself here. You're a parfait. <laughs> Yogurt and granola. <laughs> Very granola out here. Fresh Maybe food. some blueberries. Sorry, right. guys. I'm taking too long. No, I'm not. I'm on my own. She kind she kind of you hear a just like a angry fine, and you kind of the voice kind of leaves your head. At that point, you can see the darkness kind of fade away, and you see the three dancers that were with Lisbeth earlier are now dead. (gasps) Lizzie, you know, you're dancers. Yeah, they they were big Bob Seger fans, too. I all miss their bellies. (laughs) Same. So at this point, the different lords and ladies and the escorts that they still have with them kind of like separate from each other. Uh, they kind of go to the, the four corners of the hallway of, the, of this great hall here. And you guys are kind of stuck in the middle. And they're all kind of yelling at each other, uh, not knowing who killed who and why and that they, they should should not be, have acted this way. Lisbeth is like in a rage at this point, uh, seeing it's her home uh, that these attacks have happened. Uh, and you can kind of get this sense of anger because all the flowers that were bright and vibrant now have all gone real dark, like almost that they're mimicking her emotions. She's connected with these flowers in some way. She's she's telling all the different lords and ladies that they have to that they have to leave. However, right. their escorts must stay. Whoa. Hmm. I'm gonna walk around with some cans of tuna and try to cheer people up. <laughs> Is this a time to uh, use my calm emotions spell? So I guess as Shortstack is walking around trying to give cans of tuna to the Fae, they're all kind of they're they're all very on edge at this point. They don't seem to be paying much attention to to you at all, short stack. They 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 can't be bothered with your your tuna. You should have offered them an egg. <laughs> Can I offer you this egg in your trying times? <laughs> all right, I think I'm I'm gonna go walk up to uh, my guy Louie. I'm just gonna ask him. Uh, did you have anything to do with this? Uh, the murder of these three dancers. Should we just leave? <laughs> <laughs> but then we aren't going to get our reward. No, they don't know that. Yeah, but no one might fight. They, no one might hire us again. It's a, no, I guess it is our fault that three people got murdered on our watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ludomir looks at you and goes, he, he's almost in like a disillusioned state like he's like not all there mentally right now and he goes no i would i would never harm harm these fae there, there's there's no reason to to kill off such weaklings all right that's fair <laughs> i'm gonna go over to the duchess and uh be like uh do you have anything to do with this the murder of these three uh, the duchess again you can you can tell she's very on edge she's she does seem to be all there though compared to the ludomere 
Um, but she she kind of says, no, there's there would be no reason to, to harm those dancers. I should have done a perception check next to Louis. Yeah. Damn. All right. Can I do a perception check to see uh, if she's deceiving me? It, this would be uh insight check. Insight, yeah. Uh, five. <laughs> as far as you can tell, she is telling the truth. All right. Can I go over to Siri and ask Siri, you know, did you did you have anything to do with any of this? So as you approach her, though, you kind of get this glancing, like this feeling that someone's like almost staring through your soul. Think like the penance stare from Ghost Rider. Right. I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. 21. Right. So you kind of shake this feeling off of whatever was trying to bear through your soul. She kind of looks at you and goes, I only came with one supporter. Why would you think I would harm others? I'm, I'm outnumbered here. I'm not even based on numbers. I'm just asking everybody if they had anything to do with this. I'm going to do an insight check. Fuck me. Three. Hey, she's, she's telling the truth. Well, that's close, too. Okay. All right. You know, you only, you only got one person with you. I get it. Sometimes people that show up with less backup are actually stronger than everybody else. Because they don't need as much help. At this time, you hear Elizabeth really starting to get loud, telling the other lords and ladies to get out. That she, 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 she doesn't want to see them anymore. And they all kind of heed that warning and take their leave. You kind of just see them kind of just disappear into the darkness um, of the shadows of the different walls of the keep, and they all kind of disappear. So we can't follow them if we like wanted to stealthily follow them? As you approach the like the walls that are like kind of dimly lit in shadows, you, you go reach out to kind of push through like the flowers and the hedges that are on the wall, like the ivy, and you just mm-hmm. feel solid brick. Mm. But they left behind their compatriots that they had to stay. Lisbeth said they have to leave them there. I'm pretty sure she set them up. Yeah, I was just going to say, should we go confront should we confront uh, Liz? and? No, no, let's each take, all right, two of us each. Let's play good cop, bad cop on each set of uh, henchmen. Yeah, who, is the, who is the best insight right now? I have negative two. I got negative right. one. Anyone have any good insight? You have plus one and I, I have plus one. Okay. Where's Squiggles? I have plus three. Ooh, All squiggles. Right, squiggles. Everyone follows Squiggles. Squiggles should we'll have been interviewing one. everybody. I did not realize. Squiggles needs more. <laughs> squiggles is strong. I've squiggles. had a little bit much. You need a little more tequila pineapple. I think so. Maybe maybe we should have a Squiggles go offer a nice non-alcoholic pineapple and check on Lisbeth. Yeah, maybe a special. She doesn't drink. Maybe a special drink. So just non-alcoholic. Just of, oh. just of pineapple and juice and happiness. Two of us. Let's do good cop, bad cop. I'll take. All right, one. not the people who have negatives. So, I'll go with you, Squiggles. You guys are gonna take this guy over here. Okay. Yeah. Elizabeth and. No, you two are gonna take this one. That what? We're not taking Elizabeth. So no one's ever gonna question her. No, we're we're questioning them first. Them first, and then her. Yes. Yeah, but she can disappear powerful. quickly. Fine. Fine. It's her, this is her, it's her, it's her house. house. We live there. Yeah. yeah. She's probably not going to leave her house. I guess. 
She hired us. Yeah, we live there now. Yeah, she yeah, better pay us. Secret areas. We have no way to get a home, so, so we live here until she gives us. So who are who home. are we questioning now? I'm, I'm glad you're the one who's realized that so far is that you guys don't have a means of leaving, other than her. Yeah, we have no way of getting home aside from some weird green orb she sends us. Yeah, so that's why we can't lose sight of her. Yeah, but also we have to look like we're doing her bidding. Yeah, we're we're helping her out. Let's let's talk to these these red people. So is that sriracha? Because that would work out. So all of the lords and ladies have left. So let's do good cop, bad cop on uh, okay. each of these henchmen. Find out what they know. Can we do like a montage? However you guys want to do it. If you want to bounce around. Who side, do you side, work for? Side note. Does anybody have a high arcana level? Mm, let me see. I have, I have a plus six. I have a negative uh, one, so not me. Can, can you, at some point, maybe not right now because we're doing good cop, bad cop, <laughs> but just run like an arcana check on the coat check? Yeah, it, that's on little buddy, so sure. Just to make sure that that, that cold staff is somewhat suspicious to me right now. and Cold uh, staff? Yeah. Yeah, the staff that I, I held on to, and it was really cold. And I'm like, why is the staff cold? Hmm. All right. uh, Whose yeah, was sure. that? That was Sriracha. <laughs> I'm sorry that I have renamed him Sriracha because Her. I'm sorry that she we is were, Sriracha. I'm sorry we've renamed Her. all of your she's, villains. Oh, she's gender ambiguous. <laughs> it just hurts either way. <laughs> okay, good good cop, good cop, bad cop. Um. Who starts? All right, so go ahead. Are you bad cop or good cop? I would like to be bad, so you should be good. I'm good cop. I will cut you if you don't tell us who you killed. Hold up. <laughs> Whoa. I will cut you. You trying to get cut? I was being bad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this, this, this is the conversation that we're having in front of us. She screams at them. I say, hold up. <laughs> you guys, have you tried the, the, the chicken teriyaki skewers? <laughs> you guys did well, was great with the well, crab well, rangoon. You guys, is the Chinese <laughs> restaurant that also serves pigs in a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> and pineapple tequila shot. You guys looked famished when you got here. And, and I didn't see tuna. You. <laughs> didn't see you teach. So what was the response to the question about the teriyaki skewers? <laughs> they they just are kind of glaring at you at this point. Like, who, who are you and why are you offering us food right now? They, they just kind of look like, no, we did not try the chicken teriyaki skewers and we don't we're not really hungry right do you now. want to taste your own blood you are missing out squiggles what i think you should ask them why they're still here yeah why, are you still why didn't here? you disappear into the wall we are not as powerful as our lords and ladies are if they were that powerful they would have brought you with do you want to tell us what you know or do you want to die <laughs> or <laughs> Squiggles, what, what 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 are you serving up right now? I do still have the pineapple tequila tasty cocktail that has been pleasuring everyone. <laughs> what about a beer? What about like a Dale's Pale? Might be 
we, we have a Dale's Pale Ale. We also have a a rum cocktail. Guys, that's whatever original, makes you happy. That's the original uh, craft beer in a can. Like they, they kind of look at you as no, we're 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 done drinking right now. I think like you should start right now. <laughs> I think it can only go better for you if you have a drink. We're 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 not gonna drink. Do you want to play a game? Who do you work for? <laughs> uh you you know who we work for. We we came with him. Yeah, why? Because he he pays well. It's just he's our lord. Wait, how well? Uh we we all live very comfortably. Only if you get out alive. How's your love area? <laughs> <laughs> Can you be serenaded? What are you guys trying to do right now? They're like, we're, we're just leave us alone. You should probably give us some information because I think this lady's about to kill us all. Well, what what do you want to know? How to get the fuck out of here? We don't know how to get the fuck out of here other than the front door. Do you know who killed the dancers? It wasn't us. We were going to, but we didn't do it. Why were you going we were to? Because that's what our Lord wanted. Why? Why the dancers? They were dancing. Because it's her house. You just walk in and kill people? Just kill the entertainment? There's a reason why they haven't seen each other for hundreds of years. Who, the dancers? No, the lords and ladies. (laughs) Why did we punish the dancers? What did they do to you? You don't like dancing? What kind of heathen are you? It's not that we necessarily wanted to kill the dancers. It's just the lords and ladies are very powerful. So taking out people under them is much easier. What does that achieve, killing the dancers? It weakens her position. She does not have as many people under her. But you guys didn't get to do it. Why Why should we believe you didn't do it? Why do we have to lie? Like, We don't gain anything by lying. So we don't kill you? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're usually going to die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I mean, did they not uh, listen to us play? Never have I ever. We've all killed people here. But Sorry. In the meantime, we'll yell across to Marlo and Shorsack and see what they found out. Who's the good cop and who's the bad cop? Yeah, I'll be good cop. All right. Are you going to go and threaten to cut them? Yeah, I know, but I'm going to do something else. I'm going to say something like, let me think. I got I, I crouched down in a corner for a second, and I'm like just racking my brain for something, like a good comeback. Give me all the bacon and eggs you have. <laughs> and then I say, I'm going to force this pineapple up your butt. <laughs> oh! Uh, give me an intimidation check. these two guys just kind of look at you like you ain't shoving shit and then they kind of even look at you go why are you getting involved in fey business fucking kick their ass we want to get out of here too why were you here in the first place needed a job I heard there was some uh, alcohol but also yeah, all you could drink. You can't scare me. You're you're nothing to us. Aw. 
Wow. The French toast. I'm starting to get the feeling that this was just a trap. Trap for who? Us. Should we go over to you and little mm. buddy? They just want to drink our blood. The one guy was very vampire. <laughs> yeah. Which is this guy's. Starting people. to get vibes like we were brought here to be killed by all of them. And that's what's going to bring them together. Mm. Yeah, but we rated her beers so high. <laughs> so with these guys, uh, dude, Louis henchman, did you kill the uh, did you kill the dancers? And if we did, what was your what? What's the purpose of it? They're dancers. They were they work for Lady Elizabeth. You just don't like them. You didn't think that you could have turned them to your side? No. Not usually how things are dealt with in this world. Can I do a perception check on if they have any weapons on them still? Sure. 19. So so as far as you can tell, they don't have any weapons on them. <laughs> their, their swords are in coat check. AKA little buddy. Hold on, hold What's on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> 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 What's that little buddy? <laughs> little buddy just flushed the toilet. <laughs> He's like, why don't these swords go down? <laughs> what if? Uh, why don't you tell us what's going on though, or don't, uh, what, you know, what the intent is here? We're out for you know the highest bidder. Happy, like it's, we're very easy to. Uh, to switch sides here. Give me a deception check. 16. So they kind of look at you and go, we, we don't need you to help us in any way. And the whole point was to bring shame to Lady Lisbeth. What if we can bring shame to, to Louis? And I guess, how do you pray to do that? Wouldn't you like to know? Intimidation. Oh, we can kill you all. We can kill you all. We can do it. Else I start. Take. I take up my liquor daggers and I lick them. Really, I'm not learning anything from these guys. Do you have any good potions on you <laughs> that we can like get them to tell the truth or spells? All right. Well, yes. Is there anything else you guys want from these, or should we jump to Randy and Little Buddy for a little bit? Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Um, Shortstack and I are going to regroup behind the one-way glass and figure out our next strategy here. What? There's one-way glass? Yeah, the you know, like in the when you're questioning somebody at the police station. <laughs> the one-way mirror. All right. All right, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, Sriracha's little henchman. What's her name? Uh, she She goes, my name is Tiller. Tiller. All right. Well, look here, Tiller. We got to figure out who the hell killed people here because if we don't, everybody's going to die. And my little buddy right here, he's he's quite quiet, but he's quite violent. And you better, you know, give us something we can work with here. We're, we're trying to figure this out. We understand everybody's mad at each other. We understand there's a lot of, a lot of tension here, but yeah, help, help us out. You know, what is, uh, What's Lady Shiracha's plan? She wants to bring disgrace to Liz, I'm sure. Uh, so Tiller kind of is looking you and little buddy up and down, almost like she's sizing you up. But then she kind of begins to like lean in and whisper, 
into your ears. And I need a wisdom saving throw from both of you. I got 13. Three. All right. So she just begins whispering things in your ear, saying how strong Sarastra is and how you guys can become powerful allies to her. And these words like weave in and out of your ears and begin to settle into your mind. And you view her, you're, you're essentially overcome by charm from her. You don't have to obey everything she says, but you view her as a very trustworthy ally. As she finishes weaving these words, she goes, I think you need to be worried about Lord Lumiere's henchmen. Mm -hmm. All right. So I think uh, we need to go and take some violence against these two guys. I think we need to regroup in the middle here as a clan. I can um, do a psychic connection between people, but only two people. Mm. Between two people I can see. So So do... For the number of hours that I roll. So this is how we can communicate with each other. So I already see you, Marlo. But. Can you, you can't see Randy, can you? No, we're standing on a table. In a yeah, I can't see Randy. I can um, do a second connection across the, the table at Squiggles and um, Rick. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm talking to a short stack behind the one-way mirror. And... It's pretty apparent that what, what those blame guys. She made it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my mind. I had too much to drink. Um, but whispering to to Shortstack here, it's pretty apparent that these guys had something to do with the the death of the dancers, and really yeah. want to do whatever they can to you know, to bring dishonor or embarrassment on Lady Lisbeth, but We still need to ride home, guys. Wait, wait, okay, so I make a psychic connection to... Yeah, but Lord Louis not gonna... His henchmen aren't gonna help us get home. No, the lady with the orb. Lady Lisbeth. Yeah, so we need to help Lady Lisbeth, and it's very clear that this, uh, that these guys intend to bring harm to her or dishonor, or embarrassment, or something. But then there's also, and I'm, I'm sharing this with uh, Shortstack before she tells the other table, mm -hmm. but it's very clear that the Duchess and Lady Elizabeth have some strong adversity towards each other, just based off of the way the flowers changed when she even entered the space. Mm -hmm. No, okay. But but I, yeah, so I, I think you need to share that with those guys. Yeah, so I share that information psychically with, with Squiggles, Squiggles and, and Rick. Rick. And like I concentrate really hard all my psychic energy across the room. So now you guys have that information. They were going to kill a bunch of people. I'm going to walk over to Liz and say, I think that Louis henchmen had something to do with the death of your dancers. And I don't think that they are to be trusted. And so she kind of responds to Randy like, of course that asshole had my people killed. 
he's, he's just a dick. Um, yeah. Kind of seemed like a dick when he walked in, vampire looking ass. You want you want me to you want us to do anything about the henchman or kill them all? She she essentially goes bring them here. All right. Then I guess I I walk across the room and I go up to Short Stack and Marlowe and I say, uh, I got to bring these two guys over to Liz. She wants to talk to them. Is she going to make their heads explode? No, that's that's Midnor's. I know, but we know that that capability exists in this world. Okay, so how are you just going to like grab them both by like their jackets or whatever and yep. start dragging them? Yeah, well, I'm going to ask them, you know, you guys, you guys. You guys need to come with me and go to Liz, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about this over here. Uh, if you don't want to come, I'll make you come. Uh, they kind of reluctantly <laughs> agree to follow you. All right, we go behind them. The other two too. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, you, you, need other... to, you need to keep a watch on those guys, but we need to make sure that if these guys are gonna go behind Randy, that they don't try to pull a fast one on them. So yeah, let's uh, let's walk these two over there. You guys are behind them. They're behind me. So as you kind of get to the the end of the straight part there, before you get there, Tiller comes up and goes to Randy. What are you doing? I think you should let them go. You just said you thought they were guilty. Yeah. We're we're we're, we're gonna discuss this uh, discuss with Liz. I mean, why why do you need to get Liz involved? Because they were her people that got killed. I, I think you should let them go. And she, she then also kind of looks at little buddy, motions little buddy to come over, which she kind of would because she's kind of charmed by her and views her as a trustworthy ally. He's got no reason to not believe her. Yeah. And, and tells him to uh, hand these gentlemen their swords back. Marlo's going to jump in and say, what the heck are you doing? This does not concern you. We, we are trying to obey our employer here and your request here is forcing us to disobey her so it does concern me she kind of looks at randy and little buddy and says give these gentlemen their weapons and we hand them their swords i mean there's nothing we can do we're both charmed yeah but we have is there a way that we can we have to stop you nobody no roll roll for initiative We can't trust Randy and um and the little guy anymore. Yeah, I I I, I get that from uh, this interaction. So as this is going on, right, you guys see little buddy kind of pull the two swords out that these guys gave them and hand them over to the the two knights that were with Lord Ludomir. Hey, no, two little what? buddy. What? Hey, two little buddy. This is trash. Can I like <laughs> sleight of hand take one of them? I don't believe this. Little buddy would not betray us like this. He's he's just a robot. He he's like a you know. Because somebody sucks at rolling. <laughs> and at this point, we will roll for initiative. Five. Two. Four. Which <laughs> one? Seven. Five. So just so everyone is aware, Elizabeth did not ask you guys to be unarmed so you guys have all of your normal equipment on you guys for this we started initiative with the two henchmen of lord ludemeyer um getting their swords back 
So they rolled very well for initiative. We did that. They attack first. All right. So number one is going to go first. Um, seeing he just, he's, he seems a little confused. The fact that he, that Randy and little buddy just handed them their weapons back. So he's just going to, knowing that short stack is behind him, he's going to turn around and swing at short stack and miss. Yes. But he's going to come back with like a back swing. And uh, he also, he misses on his backswing, though. Do I have an, uh, a, chance, a chance to retaliate at the backswing? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Number two, though, is going to swing at Marlo. Oh. Miss on the first swing. And miss on the second swing. Number two, I'm coming for you. Everybody else in initiative? Yep. Just- every, every, everyone is in initiative at this point in this room. Now, you don't know if duchess's guys their motives so that is up to you guys on how you want to handle those two now it is the ambassador's turn there uh, who has you guys charmed and she kind of looks at little buddy and says can you hand me my sword now and little buddy obviously seeing he's listened before will hand over the sword to her reprogram traitor widgets was that the cold staff? No. Okay. And then you see them kind of back up away from everyone towards like the back corner towards, yeah, towards me, where it's kind of darker and dim lit. Uh, Marlo, you will get an attack of opportunity if you would like. So you can like swing your rapier at them as they like leave your zone. Yeah, I'm going to swing with my dagger for my attack of opportunity. Three. Uh, That's a natural one. You're going to miss. <laughs> Natural one. That's a natural one. Uh, Valid point. So as the squire was kind of moving away, Marlo like took his swing at her and missed. So the person would walk all the way into the corner there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Squiggles, you are up. You kind of hear the commotion going on behind you of all the swords swinging and clanking. And you have these two individuals just kind of standing in front of you unarmed right now. Yes. Dab them. No. Let's try and persuade them to be on our side. Okay. Yeah. Or oh, do we're, that. In, we're in, in combat. They're I not thought coming. we were killing them. We can, we can persuade them. 20. We get them not to attack us. Yeah, so they kind of are looking like you kind of say that you guys don't want to hurt them and for them to not hurt you. And they kind of are like, we don't have any weapons on us. We gave our weapons at the door. Like, I don't, we're completely useless right now. So we're, we're just going to kind of stay in the corner back here. Yeah, y'all don't want this smoke right now. I mean, you guys just better hang out. So that is your action. You can still move and take any bonus actions your character has if you want. Lean against the wall. <laughs> I am chilling. This is my official status. Also, provide commentary like <laughs> chilling. Ooh. Ah. Uh. Uh. Hey. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you see Lady Lisbeth kind of get enraged at this point on what's going on. 
and you see the flowers in the room all turn a bright red. You then see the flowers that are right underneath one of the sword wielders from Lord Lumiere uh, kind of explode underneath um, him. So number one there, you kind of see the flowers explode underneath them in like this magical energy. You can see that it really does a lot of damage to the individual. So number one, he's going to take a bunch of damage. What did Whoa. you do? Wait, what did you cast on him? Nobody. Cast the flowers him. just exploded. Oh, so nobody did anything. He just naturally got. Nope, not naturally. Screwed. Not naturally. Yeah. So you see Liz. <laughs> you see her get enraged, and all the flowers in the room turned a bright red, and then the uh... flowers, particularly under number one, there kind of explode in this magical energy, and he takes a bunch of damage. And the magical energy is so strong that he's actually knocked over and is now prone. So essentially at this point, anyone who takes a melee attack on that individual will have advantage on the roll. Who's next in the order? Mr. Rick. Can I fire my bow at number one over here? Uh, From where you are presently, no. But if you move to like... just move to the outside over here. Yeah, if you're from there, you can hit. Hit my bow. <laughs> like creeping around the corner, just like, boom. Yeah, snipe. a little sniper action. A little sniper action. Well, I got an eight. Uh, that will miss. Randy's turn. All right, I really don't want to attack these guys because I kind of feel like maybe they're innocent, but I am brainwashed, so I'm going to take my battle axe to number one. And that's uh, a seven. And a natty one. That's a six. So so the natty one isn't a really a natty one because you rolled twice. So the natty one doesn't exist in terms of what you rolled. Yeah, because you take... Because you take the, the higher roll. Lower. Ah, so a seven, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Marlo, you're up. Does that melee thing still count right now? Yep. I'll go for number one because fuck those guys. <laughs> Natural one. I rolled a three. Oh, but wait, I have to do it one more time. Oh, I got two, right? I, I, so I rolled a four. You, you have to roll your 20. Oh, am I 20? No, you need to do the middle right here. I'm wait. on the plus floor, four. Oh, I've been doing the wrong one the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I could have hit that lady earlier. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. All right, 21. Uh, 21 hits. <laughs> Yeah, otherwise I had a six, so. So roll for damage. I've been rolling damage, damn it. <laughs> Four. All right, uh, short stack. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slash at uh, number two. No, sorry, number one. I'm going to go for number one. I'm going to go for the one that hit me. Remember, you get advantage. You can roll your d20 twice. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> So you have 16. 16. Total. So you hit. So roll for damage. So you'll get your your D4 plus three, but you also get sneak attack. Sneak attack. Because you have enemies or allies nearby. Three yeah. plus, yeah. Six, but then you also get sneak attack, which adds 2D6 on top of that. Eight. 14 total. Jeez. 
That's a good hit. So that guy's ice is pretty beat up now. Uh, let's see, short stack. And you see the two um, guys in the corner just kind of chill in that corner. They're not really doing anything at this point. They're just trying to keep a, a low head. So what you see in her rage at this point is Lady Elizabeth. You kind of see this rose bush grow next to short stack <gasps> at this point, And it explodes in a flurry of thorns. I need short stack along with those two guys are going to need to make a dexterity saving throw. 20. Ooh. So you make the save. You're able to bob and weave around all these thorns exploding where these two guys are just dazed and confused, essentially. They're going to take a boatload of damage themselves. And you actually see the guy who is laying prone gets stuck with all these thorns to the point where he collapses and dies. Wow. Yes. Yeah, those guys are jerks. Can we can we stash fucking Liz as a playable character for later? Like a guest, <laughs> guest person? <laughs> so number two, after seeing, well, after getting stabbed by uh, Shortstack there, isn't too pleased, is going to swing his sword at Shortstack. A miss on the first swing. And a hit on the second. So Shortstack, you're going to take... Seven points of damage. No. Dang. All right, that brings me down to 14. I look behind at Rick and point to him for his healing powers that I don't necessarily need yet. So what you see now is uh, Tiller is up, so the, the ambassador, and you see her kind of like disappear in like this cloud of smoke and appear at next to Lisbeth. And you kind of see as she reappears, this black tendril magic whirl about her as she kind of like reappears in that area. And then she takes and swings her rapier at Lady Elizabeth. And you thought these guys were good, that you could trust her? Or would be stuck here? No, they were charmed. Yeah, we didn't, we, we, don't, we don't know good. that. We didn't see it happen. You actually see... Her take three swings of her her sword at Lady Elizabeth. Jesus. Two of the three hit. Oh no, Lady Elizabeth. And that's the end of her turn. It is now Squiggle's turn. Should we should we move down? Should we attack the purple people? You convince the purple people not to attack you guys. And they don't have any weapons. And they don't have any weapons. Yeah, so, so they're not a threat, so I guess. Well, they have magic, probably, but. I mean, you gotta get number five and two, right? My action can be moving towards so, them. So you're able to move and then take an action. So I think because you're a dwarf, you're but you're a monk. So what can I do? You can, like, ready an action. Like, if someone comes near you, you hit them with your staff. But that that's it. So I guess that's it, then. Cool turn. Exciting. <laughs> I guess so that's fun. It then. Lady Elizabeth, after getting stabbed a few times from the rapier of uh, Tiller there, is not too pleased and 
what were very vibrant red flowers in anger get really dark now. They're still red, but they're just a really dark red. And you see from the walls just behind Tiller, these flowering vines sprout out and almost pierce her skin. As they pierce her, the, the vines ooze this poison. And you can see it really has a really strong effect on Tiller. And while at the same time, you see Lady Elizabeth reach down and pull out two bouquets of flowers and make blades out of them. Whoa. And, sl and, and slash at Tiller. What? Connecting with one of them. She rocks. Marlo, you are up. I'm going to jump over. I think I have a 35 walk, so I can I get to range of number five of Tiller? Uh, you can, but as you move out of that area, number two is going to take a swing at you and miss. All right. Fuck you. Can I, I want to use my dagger with um, psychic blades on Tiller. Okay. Also, while you're doing that, little buddy and Randy, you kind of feel the effects of the charm wear off and you're now fully aware of what's going on. You're free. Hooray. Okay, that did nothing. I got a six. Wait, are you rolling the right dice? Yeah. Mm. Rick Rolzer, you are up. Mm. Rick cast Firebolt at number two. Okay. 17. 17 hits. Six damage. All right, that guy's looking pretty beat up. Uh, Randy, it is your turn. I know you walked away. Um, as you saw the vines and the uh, flower blades hit Tiller and she took damage, you can feel the charm that you were under fade away and you're now back under your own full control. All right. You're free. I'm back under my own full control. I am going to get mad about the fact that I was put under a fucking charm. And I am going to equip my crossbow, and I am going to shoot at Tiller. Okay, roll to hit. Fuck, ten. <laughs> ten misses. Uh, short stack. Yes, short stack. So um, the th I have a thorny bush in between me and number two. So, right so that thorny bush exploded. So that's not uh, there anymore. So then. So you have clear line of sight to number two. I'm gonna I'm gonna go at him with my um my rapier then. Okay. <laughs> Fourteen misses. Hmm. You kind of see the same thing happen at the beginning of this turn. This time, though, the thorn bush grows next to Randy and number two there and explodes in a flurry of thorns. Randy, I need a dexterity saving throw from you. 13. In your big lumbering size, not able to avoid these thorns. And you and Lord Myers' agent will take 14 points of damage. Whoa. Holy Whoa. shit. Do you have 14 points? Yeah. How much you got left? 11. Damn. What? He's a big guy. Even with my armor class? Damn. So number two, not too happy. Right, he's kind of on his last leg here. Seeing Randy being pretty beat up is going to take a swing at Randy. Right, so he's going to connect with his first swing for four points of damage. And then he's going to swing again. 
and connect for four points of damage. All right. And then you see Tiller really feeling the effects of that poison, though, grab her rapier and take three swings at Lady Lisbeth again. Miss on the first, hits on the second, miss on the third. Wiggles, you are up. Yeah, I'm close enough. Yep, you can move to get to, you have enough move speed to get to either or at this point. Hit Tiller? Yeah. Hit Tiller. Hit Tiller. What am I rolling? Because we need to take, we need to take Lady Elizabeth alive. Uh, No, we also need her, we need her to calm down enough. (laughs) Nine? This is not enough to hit. Trash. So you see Lady Lisbeth still holding kind of those flower blades that she made and is going to take two swings at Tiller. And hit on the first and hit on the second. And you see Tiller now really staggering and looks like she is also on her last legs. Marlo. Um, Okay. I'm going to use my uh, dagger on her again. 24. 24 hits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go, Marlo. 10 damage. All right. Screw you. How, how do you want to do it? I want to decapitate this lady. I'm going to stab her in the eyes, and I'm going to decapitate her. <laughs> what? There's a lot Let's of pent up yeah, angry. Fuck, fuck you for messing with my crew. You do not hypnotize I us. I do not want to mess with Marlo either. Mm-mm. All right. So you decapitate Tiller after stabbing her in the face. You kind of stab her in the face, then drag your dagger down, (laughs) and then slit her through the throat. That will bring us to Rick Rolger. Little Buddy hasn't had a chance to swing at anything. Now that he's not under the spell. As I say, can I chime in? Rick, Mm -hmm. do you mind uh, healing me? (laughs) What are you at? Three. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm like limping over here. I'm down on all fours. I'm 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 feeling a little rough. Cure wounds. Okay. Ready, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, fucking hell, it's a one. Plus four, so you get five back. Alright. Alright. Thank you, sir. That helps. My little buddy's gonna smash that. The guy. Uh <laughs> That that cracker. But the thorn bush isn't there anymore. <laughs> no, it's not? No. The cracker. No, it's nothing wrong. We have a red snake. Okay. He misses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that will bring us to Randy. I'm going to bash number two with uh, my battle axe. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> you get a one. No, I got a nine. Nine misses. Does any of your like battle superiority stuff let you do anything else if you miss? Not if action I miss. Surge. Or um, you could action surge to try and swing again. This guy's not doesn't have much life left. All right. Yeah, I guess I'll do my action surge. I guess he's the last uh, enemy there, huh? For now. It's action surge for 24. 24 hits. Oh, you just missed that crit. I know. I know. It's sad. Um, I'm going to do, hold on. Oh, and by the way, while you're figuring out what you're doing real quick, just, oh, she stepped away. Marlo actually had rolled a nat 20 on her dagger hit 
which means she should have rolled two dice. I, I think D&D Beyond does it automatically, but just so everyone else is aware that that was a nat 20 crit kill on Tiller. All right, I hit him with an eight. You got anything else to do? Any additional damage in any capacity? <laughs> in any capacity? No. No, I don't. All right. This dude is barely standing. He's he's puking up blood, essentially, at this point. This will go to short stack. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit him with my rapier again. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. I'm going to do distracting strike. Which does? So when I hit with a weapon attack, I can expend one superiority die to add to the total damage roll of the next attack roll against the target by an attacker other than you. So Aaron is going to do a crap ton of damage this turn, assuming she hits. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot what I rolled, so I roll again. Just roll again. I should have kept my previous roll. <laughs> it's a 12. A 12 will miss. <laughs> Wait, but I thought she was going to do a lot of damage. Cause Only if she hit. Thing. Well, it's, it's, it's anybody yeah. else but me. Yeah, if I turn. hit. But I didn't oh. hit. But All I right. think I would have hit if I remembered my previous rolled <laughs> roll. So that was everyone there. So this guy on his last leg, last dying breath here, is going to take a swing at Randy and hit with its first swing, and then on its back swing, miss and hit you for six points of damage. I'm gonna I'm gonna do stones endurance on that. Okay. Huh. Uh, reduces him by 12 plus 1, so 13. So you don't take any damage? No. You just kind of shrug it off? Yep. Could have done that before. I thought about that after I got hit with the fucking ivy. <laughs> I was like, I should have done this when I got hit with the ivy. That would have been smart, and I got mad. But uh, So that will bring us to squiggles. I guess I should still try and attack. I can't see. Probably not good. Six plus six plus five, so eleven misses. Uh, this will bring us to Lady Lisbeth. At this point, there's just like four people standing around one guy who's on his last leg trying to kill him and can't. <laughs> yeah, we're all missing. So you see, kind of the same thing you saw at the beginning is the flowers that number two are standing on explode in this magical energy and they just get consumed by this energy and fall over it's just it's too much for them their body was barely hanging on as it was and number two dies hmm. glad we could help um at this point you guys are still in initiative, just till we probably get through the next round, just to see how you guys handle a few things, right? Liz Lady Lisbeth is clearly still in a rage of some sort, and you do have the the two other individuals that have just kind of been chilling in the corner. Um, so we'll just Can kind I? of go through the initiate rest of the initiative here and let you guys do take an action or two to kind of try and figure out what you want to do. So. I it will, it will be Marlo. You are up next. I'm going to use my calm emotions spell. Essentially, you're going to want to get close to Lady, a little, well, you're already close to Lady Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. So she's going to make a, she's going to make a charisma saving throw. And you can kind of 
calm, try and calm her down. Mm-hmm. So she fails the save, so you can kind of cast this spell and try and talk her off the edge. So I cast it. Come on, hostage negotiator. So is there anything you're going to say to try and talk her down off the ledge as part of this spell? Lady Elizabeth, I know you're mad, but... I wish you would step back from, from that, that ledge, ledge, my friend. friend. I will understand. <laughs> we could cut ties with all the lies you've been, been living in. in. But if you do not want to see me again, I, I, I would understand. <laughs> Give us the orb and send us home. <laughs> I would um, understand. But we killed all of the people. And so now we just have to handle your really crappy friends. So as you cast a spell and talk her off the ledge, the, the <laughs> flowers go from the, the vibrant and dark reds that they were more to a calming blue. At this point, and she she seems a little bit more composed than she just was mere minutes ago. So at this point, we will go to Rick Rolger. I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds on Randy. Okay. 12. You get 12 back. Oh, my man. We're back and better than ever. Ready to start drinking again. Yeah. Short stack. All right, I'm going to walk over to as far as I can get. Two, three, and four, Ooh. and kind of yell over to them. Hey guys, how are you doing? Uh, they kind of look up at you and like, "What? What's going on? Why do these? Why are the flowers changing colors?" <laughs> you tell me. We don't know. <laughs> All right, so cool. there was a little bit of situation down the hall, but it's taken <laughs> care of, and uh, we're gonna start the hors d'oeuvres up pretty soon. Crab Here's some tuna. Crab Ragoon is on the Chicken list. teriyaki. <laughs> Little hot dogs. Those teriyaki skewers. So at this point, they kind of start walking towards you. Not just normal, not in any sort of aggressive manner or anything like that. And at this point, you guys are out of initiative. So at this point, Lady Lisbeth is kind of will walk up to those two individuals and go... Were you guys involved at all in this conspiracy? And they kind of say, not to lie, we were going to act on our own to cause some disruption here, but we were never in tandem with the other two. Lady Elizabeth at this point kind of looks at them and just kind of points at the door as to say, go now before she does something harsh. And they kind of skedaddle. So then she kind of motions to all of you guys to gather around. She is very appreciative for everything uh, you guys have done to protect her and her keep. She does say, though, that based on your actions here, you definitely have made enemies of the Fae, or at least some of the Fae. Um, However, you have an ally in me. We nice. love you too. With with your flower action, that's that's pretty good. I'm <laughs> I'm okay with that. So flower sure power. So she says you guys have fulfilled your end of the bargain. So it is time for me to fulfill mine. I am willing to identify one item of yours if you do not know what it does, and I will choose an item of yours to enchant. So is there an item that you need any sort of identification of? 
Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the, I think so. The, uh, the, the past pregnant, yeah. Randy, Randy, Randy. Randy, yeah. Randy, 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 walk up, got, walk up, walk up, Randy, with some I, like. I, I, I got a thing. I got a thing you should check out. Okay, so what are you handing her? It's a necklace with three blue gems that we found in a cellar by a bunch of guys that were stealing beer. Okay, so she she kind of looks at it pretty pretty thoroughly. You kind of see she's almost like levitating it in her hands, and she just kind of looks at it and goes, "This is costume jewelry." <laughs> this has no value at all. Damn. We're so close. That's yeah, okay. Wear it with pride. God, we've been carrying it, it around. Um, then she goes for the second part of what I've agreed to. She looks at Marlo in your your loot and goes, I am going to enchant this loot for you. I'm gonna grant it the ability an octave pedal. <laughs> <laughs> For you to be able to cast the spell Summon Familiar once per day. <gasps> Woohoo! So she was really enamored with your music, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> she did really enjoy it. That's true. Is it, what? It, yeah, she. She's the 90s song was she really excited? No, they're, yeah. they're a big Bob Seger fan. Yeah, that was a song <laughs> yeah. that she liked. <laughs> and then with that, she says, "I will send you back to the Purgatorious Pig Tavern." If I'm ever needed again of help, I will be sure to reach out to you guys. Say hello to Mythoris for me. Word. Deuces. Oh, yeah. We'll give her a hug and kisses for you. Farewell. She kind of snaps her fingers, and you guys kind of feel that same magic from the stone that she had given you beforehand overwhelm you guys, and you you feel yourselves back in the Purgatorious Pig Tavern. Mythoris walks up to you guys, little in awe that you guys have returned intact, maybe a little beat up, but intact for all intents and purposes, and kind of ask, how did it go? Well, we're clothed this time, so. I think uh, I think we need a round of natty lights. Their hors d'oeuvres kind of suck. <laughs> uh, not the ones I brought, though. The ones I brought went were a huge the t- hit. The cans of tuna. The cans of tuna were a huge hit. <laughs> she, so she kind of... Ask the question, did did you happen to make any enemies? Tons. Tons. Not usual. <laughs> more more so than non than not. So when upon hearing that, she kind of gets this sullen look of like almost concern that you guys have made enemies of some very powerful Fae. Some. Um Well, we're staying at her place, so we're gonna bring him here. <laughs> listen, bossy pants. Bossy pants. So she does say, I will do my best to protect you guys while in the tavern. However, outside of the tavern, I do not have much control over that protection. Oh, we can take care of ourselves, you know. I should have fucked around with that cursed dagger. That seems legit. And on that note. Wait, who's got the ice pick? Little buddy. Oh, the ice staff. I think little buddy still has the ice staff. Damn right. So you go ask little buddy for those weapons that he was holding on to, and none of them seemed to have transported with him. Oh, God. <gasps> Should have asked Lady Lisbeth if we could have taken one. Should have just looked at Little Buddy and been like, stash it. So on that point, that is the end of episode two. Where do we get to sleep tonight?
the same rooms you guys have in at sleeping the bar. In? At the bar. At the right. bar is right. <laughs> Close it out. We'll see you guys. That's a round of natties. Woo.